Hello everyone and welcome to another discussion we'll do on Grow God's Light podcast. Let us pray. Father God, we come before you on this day just to thank you, Father, for your grace and everlasting mercies. Father, we ask that you will watch over us each and every day on this earth. Father, we thank you for each and everything. We ask, Father, that you would continue to protect us with your armor. Place your angels upon us. All these things we ask, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. I wanted to take some time today because I was sitting down and I was thinking about a discussion that I wanted to have on people. So today's discussion is going to be on people. I find myself many times sitting down, holding conversations with the Heavenly Father because I'm curious to know why people have some of the actions that they have towards other people. Like me, I'm always trying my best to be positive in life because I feel the world has enough negativity around us. So I try to keep myself very upbeat, very positive, very inspirational. I find myself motivating people to do what they can in life, to uplift them. You see, the higher that we uplift people to God, the further they get away from the ground with Satan. So I want to motivate people to be the very best that they can in our world. But then sometimes when I'm sitting there and I'm watching people and the actions that they have, I begin to question God on why do people do the things that they do in life that they know is not very good for them. And then God begins to explain to me, you have to remember, my dearest daughter, it's not you, you're not fighting the human being, you're fighting the entity that attached to that person. See, Satan's down here in the earth and he attaches to people because he learns about that person and he jumps on their vulnerability and he attaches himself to them. You see, in our world, we are all on vibrational levels. You see, the higher your vibration is in God, the more Satan can't mess with you because you have elevated yourself in God and God has allowed you to stay on a higher frequency with him because your focus is on God, which makes your life in this world much more easier because God is protecting you. You have that connection with God, that inner connection, also known as God's image, which is your inner spirit. But then we have people in the world that's on low vibrational energy. And the devil knows that when they're on that low vibrational energy, he can attach himself to them and make them do things that they should not do.
So as I'm sitting there and I'm thinking about a lot of things in life and a lot of things that go on in the world and when you take it into categories and you place the things that's going on in our world into categories of good and bad or positive and negative or up and down, you begin to separate these things. And once you separate them into categories, you then begin to ask yourself, who are they of? Are they of God or are they of the enemy? And you know, when I was making up the list of the categories of all the things in our world that's going on, all of them were on the side of the enemy. Chaos. The manipulation, manipulation tactics that people have on other people. Greed. On if you sign any contracts in the world where they add extra fees into them because we don't know everything we need to know about that contract. We just trust them and we go sign it. When God says to us, all important things in the world, in your life, he should be in front of it because God is the one who is our creator and he is the one that created us and everything that comes upon us in our lifetime should be placed before God so that we can get that yes or we can get that no. You see, if we go before God on the many things that happens in our lives, we won't make as many mistakes as we do. We won't lose as much money as we do. You see, for any contract in the world that we sign, it's putting money in someone's pocket. Rather be the bank the CEOs of the bank, rather be companies, rather be salespeople. When you're signing your name on the line, we are putting money in somebody else's pockets. Much more money, might I add, that's going into our own pockets. And you know, these are the type of things that I'm thinking about. And I'm not one to get up, sit up here and judge anybody because I have signed contracts myself. And you know, when you're elevating in God, He brings these things to your mind. It makes you think. Another thing being credit cards, which a lot of people's in debt over. Because we get pulled into the illusion of we're good enough to get a credit card. And we're good enough to put things that we want on credit. And we'll be able to pay them off in time. 
And when you do that, there's other people waiting in the background to send you out 10 more credit cards to let you know that you're good, you pay on time, and you're worthy. So we're going to trust you with more of our money and give you more cards. And then as I'm sitting up here and I'm thinking about all these things, it makes me wonder who are credit cards of? Are they of God or are they of the enemy? God says to us, because I want to address this another way. God says to us, I will supply each and every one of your needs. So God gives us finances to cover everything that we needed to cover. God did not say to us, I'm going to give you credit cards, which supplies all your needs. How could a credit card supply all of our needs if you owe them the debt of it after you purchase it? It's not of God. When we owe a person a debt, who can add interest on it, who can add late charges on it also. It is an enslavement to the enemy. You see, God does not want us to pay debt out to something that we absolutely don't need when he's telling us that he will supply each and every one of our needs. That means. God is saying to us. That means the essential things in life that we need. Is what he will supply. For us. Like where we lay down our heads. Also known as shelter. Our homes. Apartments that protect us each and every day, where we get a nice rest, where we can eat, where we can be very patient and comfortable. That's a, a need from God. He makes sure he supplies our finances for that. Like a car who gets us from point A to point Z. It's a need. God supplies finances so that we're able to get to work, so that we're able to get our items, so that we're able to go food shopping, so that we're able to get repairs for the home. God supplies all of our needs. So when the car breaks down, God makes sure we have finances to cover the repair. God supplies all our needs when he allows us to go to the store. We have many choices of food. 
But whatever choices we pick out, God makes sure our finances cover it. It's a need. So when we talk about things in the world that is not a need in the eyes of God, we should get rid of them. It is a tactic of the enemy to bind you to it. The majority of the world is in credit card debt. Let me ask you a question. The majority of the world is in debt over credit cards. Did they teach us about using the credit cards? How to use them? When to pay them? The responsibility of them did they teach us that in school? No, they didn't. Because it is not a necessity in our world. But yet we fall for it. These credit cards, when we don't pay them, they go into your accounts if they can. After they place judgments against you, they can go into your accounts and take your money out. It's another debt, another invasion of privacy for them to get their money back. Plus extra from the interest rate and the late payment who's going into somebody else's pocket and not our pocket. Get rid of them. You don't need them. Pay them off. Cut them up. And get rid of them. God said he will supply each and every one of our needs. Everything else that you have. That is a necessity. God has supplied it for you. Even when things seem hard. Even when we don't always have our finances, God still supplies food for us. Some type of way, he still supplies it. We have to realize, we have to educate ourselves on the things that God promised us. And not relay on the illusions that we're seeing in the world. Credit cards are an illusion. They make you feel like you're on top of the world because you have a card. But yet that card is costing you money. Because you have other bills you need to pay. You should be taking that money. And paying your bills. But you're pulling it out. To give it to credit cards. God said he will supply each and every one of your needs. Right? 
So he gives you enough money to pay your bills and everything else you need to pay. God said when it comes to finances, we need to be intelligent. We need to be educated. A very good thing to do in regards to your finances is practice the principles of money that God has set forth for us. When we begin to live by those principles, you will learn how to take care of your finances. It is not as if God did not equip us with everything we needed down here on this earth. I am in the same category you are. I'm a student under the authority of God who was learning from God these things and life. A lot of things that people need to know in our world, we are not taught. We just come into the world. We see what we have to do to maintain our lives. But there's a lot of steps in between maintaining our lives. There's a lot of steps in between living a good life for God. But you got to know how. That's why I feel a lot of people, yes, you're spiritual, yes, you're a Christian, but we need to get more into the teachings and the education of God. Because this is God's world. We are not of this world, but God has allowed us to come down here and live it and experience it. But when we came down here to live, we automatically cut off the communication with God and started living in the worldly ways. God already told us we are not of this world, but we live under this world's illusions. And if you think about it, every illusion in this world is not of God. This is very deep for me, but it's not. Because the things in the world that we partake in, when you put it into a category, I want you to put it into a category. I want you to tell me which side is it on? Is it on the negative side, the positive side, the hot side, the cold side, the upside, the downside, the front side, the back side, the negative or the positive? And when you think about all these things and you put them into categories, you'll see most of them is in the category with the enemy. It's like we're blinded. We don't see it. And I feel it's because we lost that connection with God when we came here.
excuse me. When we came here, when we seen all of these things in the world, we jumped right in. We partaked in it. They were exciting to us. It was things we could do. Things we thought we was in control of. We not. But we jumped on the bandwagon. Because it made us feel good. We could go buy all these things. We could spend all this money. We can have everything we need. But if you just take one day. And you go into your house. And I want you to look at all the things that you brought in your house. And I want you to get a figure of all those things. Come to a total of the amount of money that you put out. And you will realize how much money was wasted. And it was wasted because we are pulled in the illusion in this world to buy, 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 spend, spend, spend. Whatever you get, buy, 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 spend, spend, spend. We have no discipline. If we see it, we buy it. We never want to tell the person who is bringing in the finances, no. But you should tell yourself, no. Because you know. You already have that waffle maker at home. But you're going to go buy another waffle maker. You already know. That your closet is so full of clothes, you don't need to buy any more clothes, but you still continue to buy more clothes. You don't need to buy another pocketbook because your closet has so many pocketbooks, they're dropping from off the shelf. But you buy it anyway. It's an illusion. It's a worldly illusion. It makes us buy it makes us spin when we don't have to because we choose not to discipline ourselves. What does our Heavenly Father do for us? What does a father do? What does a mother do when they're raising their children? Discipline them. If our parents did not discipline us, then we would not be productive adults in the world today. So what does our Father in Heaven do? He disciplines us. Because when we overspend and something comes up for us and we don't have the money for it, it is because we did not discipline ourselves. We spend, spend, spend. And we don't save, save, save. And I'm not judging anybody. Because as I said, I'm sitting here learning too, just like you are. I wanted to share the information with you that I'm learning. Because I want everybody, when it comes to worldly ways, to see the difference between the heavenly realms and here. You cannot lose the connection between you and God. Because when you do... You are down here in the presence of the enemy. And what is he doing? He is pulling your attention on your finances. We should be disciplined. We should be telling ourselves no. We should be saving. We don't learn these things. 
for me, if I had a church and I was the pastor, the important things in life, like a budget, like disciplining your spending, like telling yourself no, I would have these programs implemented in the church for the people. And it should not, in my opinion, it should not just be for the people who are members of the church. God said that we are to show unconditional love for each and every person in the world. That's what God said. So if we have these financial programs in the church, we should be calling in communities to take classes in these churches. I feel the churches have too many restrictions on them. Why is it that only members of the church can participate when they have certain classes in the, in the church? Why is that? That's not what God said. God did not say you had to be a member of the church to participate in classes. Is it only because the members get to pay their tithes? God didn't say because they're entitled to classes because they pay their tithes in the church. God said we are supposed to help each and every person. That's what God said. When he created us, he did not say this person's only allowed to have this or that person's only allowed to have that. When God created us, he created us all on the same level. He said we all get the same tools and gifts that we need to live a prosperous life in this world. The churches, too many restrictions. You have to begin to ask yourself some questions sometimes, churches. Why did God close down all the churches? We should be doing the right things in our world. We just seen what happened with the coronavirus that's still here. And not going anywhere. Cases is coming back up again. Churches, why are you not out in the communities? Where did God say we have to have church in the church building? We have communities out here who's scared, who don't know what to do, who's panicking. We should be out here spreading the word of God to people everywhere. But we not. Ask yourself the question. We have vaccines out here, right? Why is this virus still here? Because we're not living the ways that God wants us to live. This coronavirus was a test for everybody. When I say God shut it down. 
I don't understand why people don't see the severity of what God has done in our world. Why don't you see the statement? It was a huge statement given to us by God that he closed down the whole world. You were locked in your homes. It's a message from the Heavenly Father. Wake up. Live right. That goes for everybody. Churches too. I have a question. It's a very important question. One that I continually keep asking myself to this day. In the shutdown of the coronavirus, everything was shut down. But the liquor stores, they were open, right? I want you to tell me what category does the liquor store fall in? Is it God's category or is it the enemy's category? We all know the answer to that question. It is in the enemy's category. But there were no churches open. Why? Because they said your buildings had to be closed. Why did you not have church on your lots, churches? Why are you not having churches in the communities? That's the question I have. We still have the coronavirus. And we still don't have the churches in the community helping the people. And you wonder when God's going to allow those churches to be open again. Do the right thing. Says the Heavenly Father. We're not doing the right thing. God said love each other unconditionally. We're not doing that. <coughs> Excuse me. That's not happening down here. This was a warning. What is it going to have to take for everybody to get on the same page with God? What is it going to take? So, on our earth down here, my advice to each and every person is to get into that connection with God. You have his image within your heart. You have his spirit within you. We need to connect with God. Because if you don't connect with God, you will continue to live in a world that's full of illusions. What does the world do? Chew you up and spit you out, right? Think about it. How many people has went 
to our Heavenly Father who walked down that lane. We need to connect with God. We need to connect with God. If we don't, you will live in the illusions that the enemy wants you to live in. And he will come attach himself to you and cause chaos in your life. God is waiting for you to surrender yourself and all that you have to him. Everything that you have belongs to God anyway. You wouldn't have nothing if it wasn't for God. You wouldn't have no shelter, no food, no car, no job, no finances. You wouldn't even have your health. Where your heart continues to beat. 24 hours, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. You wouldn't have your heart beating if it wasn't for God. But we don't show God our gratitude. God, when this world was shut down by him, was looking to see how we responded to it. He wanted to see if you would respond for God or if you would respond for Satan. You see, we can't say that we didn't have a sufficient enough time to think about it because he closed the whole world down. He closed us all in our homes. So we can't say we didn't have time to think about the things that's going on in the world, the shutdown and how nobody could do anything about it. It didn't matter how much money you had. It didn't matter what the position is you held. Nobody could do anything about the world going through chaotic circumstances. So the whole world was shut down. It's God's world anyway. God can shut his world down anytime he want to. It don't even have to be a virus. It could be anything. If he want to just shut it down, he'll shut it down. It's his world. He created it. That's what a lot of people don't understand. You are living because God's allowing you to live right now. If he wants to take you home, he can. It's time. It's time to wake up and do the right thing, says the Heavenly Father. I want you to look around the world. The things that is offered to us in the world. And I want you to put it into a category. A for God. B for the enemy. 
Did you see how that went? A for God. Did you see how it lined up? And B for the enemy. See how that sentence go? B for the enemy. <laughs> That's our world. So look at the things in the world and, and see how they line up. What category they fall in. And then you'll be able to, to distinguish what's good for us and what's not good for us. What's negative for us and what's positive for us. What's up for us and what will bring us down. What's in front of us and what's behind us. You'll be amazed at how all these categories will line up with the things in the world. And you will change your ways. You will change your ways. Because you will see. God will show it to you. <clears throat> Be grateful to God. When he put us down here on earth. That he gave us a direct communication line with him. For us to maintain this abundant life. In this world that we are not of. We are not of this world. We're going through an experience in this world. But we are not of it. So I want you to look around one day. And I want you to see what's going on in the world. I thank you for joining me on Grow God's Light podcast. May God continue to bless each and every one of you. Make God proud. Make God proud. Blessings.